Welcome to Whiskey Biz Podcast with your hosts, Rob and Devo. Hey, Rob. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's I up, just, Devo? I just, <laughs> I, I just wanted to bring you back to that, but I do have a question for you. Um, okay. Which, uh, which island do you think you and I would die from? Island? Yeah, there's an island that I know that you and I both would about probably Snake die island? from it. Or the one oh, with that's all a the alligators. One. That that's a good one. The alligators one is a good one. Um the uh, Komodo dragon one is a good one. I'm less I'm less worried about Komodo dragons than I am alligators or I know they're probably just as deadly. Or snakes. Like I just feel like the snakes would like slowly kill you. And alligators would quickly kill you. And then the Komodo, I feel like, is just kind of dumb enough to not quite make it, even though I'm sure it's really smart. But I just, for some reason... Well, they've just got crazy venom, too. Do they? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's how they are. Well, they and they attack um, antelope, I think it is. They They get some pretty big prey. Okay. So do alligators. And True. I've seen an alligator snap a head off of a like a. Oh yeah, I saw that video. Deer. That video was insane. Um, but no, the it, the island that I'm thinking of is Cat Island. Did you know oh, that there's an yeah, island? Oh yeah, yeah, where they like go like a bunch of like feral cats. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you know about the island that if you go to it, like you have to adopt a dog? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they have like a bunch of dogs there, and then you go and they're just roaming free, and then like. You're supposed to leave with a dog. That's that's kind of cool. That's or you neat. go there to adopt a dog. It, it's basically if you go there, you're basically adopting a dog. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> but like, like cats are at least small. You could fit like a shitload of cats on a plane. But oh, like no, I'm for just dogs, thinking because we're allergic. Well, no, I got that. I'm just thinking like logistics, right? Like. That's a lot of fucking crates. Like dogs are not necessarily small. Yes, you have like the little shit dogs, but cats are a lot smaller. True. But but yeah, that that's a that's a good one. I'd just bring a bunch of Benadryl. That would save me. <laughs> I'm more terrified <laughs> of the snakes fall. than the alligators. <laughs> well, I, I guess that's the way that I was thinking about it is that uh I would be terrified to go to Cat Island just because it would be a slower and annoying death. Not necessarily painful. It's just annoying because I'm sneezing constantly. Can't breathe. Have you ever like, yeah, you get slight allergies to cats when you're outdoors, like you pet them or something, but it's usually indoors and the dander sitting inside that gets me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like outside it's not as bad. So you might, you might survive. I think your chances are better than snake Island. Maybe you might be right. Where did you even hear about this fucking cat island that you're like, oh, uh. I, I don't know. It was something that popped up on my uh, for you page. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's an interesting. I'm one. starting I'd to think you're allergic to cats. That popped up on your for you page. Uh, it was um, actually the, the person that was talking was talking about the odd animal islands. Oh, OK, OK. Because he, uh, a, a, previous, a, a previous uh, video, he had talked about uh, the Komodo dragon one. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. 
That that makes more sense. How many pa- cats per square foot? Because I think Snake Island has like ten freaking snakes per square foot. I was gonna say I think it's I like do insane. remember hearing that uh, Snake Island is there's like really nowhere to walk. <laughs> it's it's just all snakes. I think any island that's not inhabited, we'd die from too. Uh, Probably yeah, faster true. than the other ones. Especially, I don't from think diseases. my abilities. I don't think diseases from an island. I'm thinking you're gonna die from like lack of food. There's that too. I'm creative, but not that creative. Not not as fast as I used to be. Away situation there. And then if we have to run after the animals, I could just you know, you can't run like you used to, Devo. So no, not you can, to and you probably think you could. And then all of a sudden, I'd lose you. <laughs> I'd be 50 like, yards out and just drop in. Just, yeah, and I'm like, good Lord. Oh. I'm like, what am I going to do? I can't catch him. If he can't catch him, <laughs> I can't catch him. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Create traps. Yeah, death by death. Yeah. Is in essence, what would happen? Yeah, that's a very morbid way to start the episode. So um, I apologize. Yeah, it's okay. It, it, it might be because from? I don't think we would die from these uh, whiskeys that we're going to be trying tonight, though. Well, <laughs> you drink enough, you can. I guess that's true. Just remember, all you listeners, all things in moderation. Absolutely. I'm trying to think of anything that isn't good in moderation. Like, you you should just do it a bunch. Probably drink whiskey on a regular basis, but I, I guess it's depend. Like, if you drink, like, a half bottle a night... Not only would you have massive credit card debt, but you'd also like that wouldn't be good for your liver. Yeah, but it wouldn't necessarily like kill you immediately. True, it'd be bad for your career. Yeah, I mean, until you got like to the point where you could handle a half bottle of whiskey and not like not bother you anymore. Yeah, but then it's even like a more concerning thing. Right, right. Like once you get that 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 tolerance really high, that's when it's bad. Like I'm all for, you know, you're in your early mid twenties and you have like four or five drinks a night, whatever, you know, and you, or maybe not four or five. Eh, <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> um, we'll say two or three. A night, say, let's, right? let's, like, let's go back to our, <laughs> our old days. Well, that was like, that was like four or five drinks, like two nights a week. The rest yeah, of the week, it true. wasn't a ton. It was like a beer. Like, we definitely drank more beer than water, though. Yeah. Our excuse is fine. that beer comes beer, from beer's water made, as well. The, yeah, the primary ingredient's water. And the beer that we were drinking was rock, uh, Cal- Colorado Rockies water. Yep. Yeah. The Spring, blue or, yeah. Yeah, and the mountains were blue when we drank it, so it was good to keep our temperature down. <laughs> exactly. And then the alcohol brought our temperature up. You know, it's a nice little... That's why we kept the house so cold. We never really kept it cold. It was expensive to keep it cold. Oh, well, then maybe I feel I'm like we're always bitch. running fans. Oh, we just yeah, had that's fans true. always running. Yeah, there were like that's 18 true. fans I was in sweating the house. like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where you got that. Or you got never that. mind. Yeah. So back to the whiskey. So this is the part three of the bracket. We still need to build the bracket, Devo. We've been failing on that. We need to at least have it for the semis so we can show what made it through. Mm-hmm. So we probably should start now because you know how we are. We are not the creative <laughs> type. So part three includes benchmark foolproof had to be in here. These are the first two ball. No, the next 
Is this the no, this isn't the first bracket. It was just the one bracket that we hadn't had either. The other ones we had all of them. Right. So the two newbies are on their own. So this is Benchmark Foolproof and Wild Turkey Rare Breed. One of my original mm-hmm. favorite foolproofs. Um, both of these are on the lower price point of the spectrum out of all these bottles that we've done. Uh, I think foolproof, uh, benchmark foolproofs coming in around twenty five dollars if you can find it at retail. If you can't, uh, let me know. You just have to pay for shipping, so buy a few bottles. Uh, just reach out to us on any uh, any platform you want. You know where we are. It's Instagram, TikTok, Whiskey Biz Podcast. We're so creative with the name. You know, it's simple. <laughs> we're simpletons um that we are or whiskeybizpodcast at gmail.com also reach out to us for anything you want but uh if you want to find a bottle of this let us know we can help you help get you in touch with a place you can uh and then wild turkey rare breed i believe it's been a while since i bought a bottle i got a bottle as a gift i bought a bottle before that but it's been a while so i, I want to say i've seen it at like 35 or uh 40 i think it's like 55 oh well i'm off I, I, I think so. Yeah. I'm surprised. This is one bottle that you've, you have not had on the shelf, and I'm a little surprised. I, th- I think it's because I wasn't able to find it before, and I don't know. Yeah, you're giving me the, the I think this is look. the easiest bottle to find out of all of them that we're doing. Maybe I just, like, bypassed it. I don't know, because it wasn't on the um, original plan of $30 and below. Devo, how many thirty under thirty dollar bottles do you have on your shelf? I have at least like seven. How many bottles do you have total? Um, I haven't counted in a bit, and I think it's. We can safely say that less than one third of your collection is under thirty dollars. I guess that's true. So I don't know where your point's <laughs> coming from. <laughs> I, I, I haven't gone. Uh, I haven't gone shopping in a while. It's always been, uh, hey man. Uh, I can get this bottle for you. Sure. Go for it. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so lately at least two, two great bottles. Um, pretty much every, we have enjoyed pretty much all the foolproofs. There were a couple exceptions where they were a little like less than stellar. I think barrels really the one that was one of the lower rated high proof bourbons. I think the rest have been pretty high. So all of them were in like the 4.25 to 4.75 range. So you're, you're talking Jack Daniels barrel, which, which uh, barrel are no, you talking? Barrel, barrel bourbon. Oh, barrel, barrel bourbon. Okay. Yeah. I think that was, that was a, I think a four or a 4.25. I think I gave it a four. You gave it a 4.25. Was it also the, brought on the Armida. You yeah. did the seagrass. Seagrass. Yeah. No dovetail. Seagrass oh, it was dovetail. Yeah. It was good. It wasn't great. I just feel like they're hot for the price. Definitely not something I'd recommend. And when I say hot for the price, the the proof comes through, but like it's there's it's just harsh, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, and some they of do them some have like a weird stuff, bitter taste to it too. Yeah, I feel like they almost get too experimental. Yeah. But so, Devo, what do you want to start with? I picked the last one. Um, I I think. I want to go with, I think I want to go with Benchmark. I think we should start with Benchmark. I know I put... You think uh, or you want to? I want Which to. Which one, Diva? Because um, I, I think I ended up putting Rare Breed on top or whatever, but yeah, we're going Benchmark first. So you're saying that Benchmark's the underdog here? 
quite possibly. Is that what you think, or you you have a feeling, or what drives that motivation, Diva? Why do you think it's the better one, price alone, or I just remembering the experience that we had when we tasted it? Although we did have three whiskeys that one, night, it was one of the f- first high proof whiskeys that we did on an episode. Benchmark? Uh, no, what rare breed? Oh, and that's why I'm putting it second. No, didn't you say Benchmark was the underdog? Yeah, and that's why we're taking it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm sorry. When you said it, when I I'm putting it second, I think you said putting it second. I don't fucking know. Let's just drink. We're better at drinking than talking from time to time. It's got a decent amount of ethanol on it, um, on the nose. Yeah. It's it's not like overly potent for the proof though. So oh, I didn't true. Mention it's that. 125. Yes, and rare breed is one sixteen point eight. Very interesting that it's it's lower. I think it's the um, lowest one. The I lowest think bourbon bourbon has to be distilled or barreled at under one forty. I believe it is one hundred forty proof. Uh-huh. Yeah. So and and aging and all that brings it down too. So benchmarks full proof. Which means I don't fucking know. I I keep forgetting the difference. <laughs> um, rare breeds barrel proof. So yeah, ethanol. There's like a there's a slight bitterness to it. Yeah, I don't know if it's the oak that's coming through. Caramel vanilla. There's a slight oakiness. Maybe a little bit of a like maybe like a mild undertone of tobacco. I can see the tobacco. Um. The, the I wanted caramel, to say clove, vanilla. but I don't think it's clove. Yeah, I'm getting caramel vanilla, some mild pepper. It's definitely more like it's a pretty mellow nose, to be honest. Go for it, Devo. I like the nose though. It's simple. Like I wouldn't on the nose, I would never guess it was 125 proof. Ooh. Very nice for for the proof. The price. Um very hot. Or not very hot, I should say. Like it's it's hotter than most. It's a delayed um, heat, which is weird. Yeah, I like yeah. it's very delayed. Nice little tingle has almost like uh, well the uh, I think more of the vanilla comes through than the caramel on the palate. Um, I could see that. I feel like it's more spice forward. Definitely more spice forward. Uh, and I think and that follows like the cr- buffalo trace theme. Right. Buffalo Trace does tend to be more spice forward. It's just kind of mellow. I and think that's our biggest with, complaint with it. Yeah. Well, and, and okay, I guess that's where we get the, like, it tastes a little bit more bland, at least, the, mm-hmm. like, Buffalo Trace itself. Um, a lot of their products it, are bland. More so than others. Like, there's, it's funny because cause Buffalo Trace, to me, is a spicier whiskey, right? And we like spicier, but we didn't rate it high. And it's because it's right. so like mellow and just like there's not a ton of flavor. It's spice forward, but usually it's quick. Like it, it, it's a quick in and out with the spice. And this one has, uh, like we said, the almost like a delayed, um, hot, spicy. Uh, the proof is there. Um, I, I was getting like kind of like wood chippy type of at the back end of the palette going into the finish. Okay. Um, So 
I like this. I like it a lot. I just, I think my biggest complaint with it is, what is my biggest complaint with it? <laughs> so, it's it's good. Actually, to me, there's it's it's on the spicier side in terms of what comes through more so. I feel like there's pepper and anise are like the two major contributors. There is some, maybe it is clove and not tobacco. It's almost more clove than tobacco. Or maybe it's nutmeg for fuck's sake. For no, fuck's I think sake, it's right. my I, new saying. I, I think you're right uh, for fuck's sake that it's uh, clove. I I'm pretty so. sure it's clove. I'm pretty sure it, it's clove. On the nose, it kind of hid more like tobacco. But I think it is more clove. Uh, there's a mild sweetness, but it does kind of sit more like on the sweet side, but nothing like really sticks out. I think you're right. It's like a vanilla cookie, almost sweetness. Yeah. And I think that's why I like it because the spice is still there and it's there for quite a while, even into the finish. And the finish is still like a a shorter, like a short to medium finish. It's not super long or anything for me, Uh, but the clove is coming through quite a bit for the finish. And I'm, enjoying that part like like i said i'm still getting a little bit of like a oaky uh wood chippy type of uh back end of the palette but interesting i don't get a ton of oak on this it is a very good one ironically i think wild turkey rare read it's been the longest since i've had that out of any of the bottles that we are doing outside of maybe bullet i I think that's also why the longest. Yeah, that's why I think that's why I also um, decided to have uh, rare turkey second, a rare rare breed, rare turkey, rare turkey. You shouldn't have any rare turkey, Devo. It's supposed to be at least cooked. <laughs> it's supposed to be one hundred and sixty-five degrees. That's a nice little snapple fact. Yeah, I think it's one hundred and sixty-five. Interesting fact: when you do like uh, when you smoke tougher meats. You're supposed to cook them to like 190 degrees. Like when you do a brisket, you cook it to 190. Usually take it off at 190 because it'll cook up to like when you let it sit, it gets up to about 195, which is the ideal temperature. Same thing with a uh, pork butt. Huh. Because it breaks down all the, the heat, breaks down all of the tough uh, membrane because it comes from tougher areas in the animal. Brisket comes from the cow chest and... uh Pork butt comes from the, the pork's butt. legs. Yeah, yeah. This one, this one's good. It's a, it's a good. It is. Uh, I, I would almost put it as like an, a daily sipper. If you can find it for twenty five bucks on the regular, yes. If it's, I think you could pay Although up to sixty proof, bucks though. for this. Yeah, the proof will, the proof will hurt you. Unless you're just having like one glass, you could easily drink a lot of this. Are you still drinking the same one or a second one? Hmm. Same one. Okay. Um, I didn't know if you're going to the second one yet because we don't have to do reviews. We already did that. I believe both of these got a four and a half from me. Uh, now rare breed was prior to the quarter points. Right. But I believe it got the same from you, Devo four and a half, four and a half. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I think the reason I said that this one was a four and a half, uh, benchmark is because of um, 
being able to get it. Like you can only, for us in California, we can only order it online. The foolproof. You can I think get benchmark eight. Four and a half because it was it was a f- five overall, but it was a four and a half because it was a little mellow. Okay. It's still very tasty. <laughs> it is. It's good. It's very good, especially for the price. It was a five in value from pretty much everyone, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, even Chris. Because I think even Chris yeah. liked this one. I think he liked it. He didn't love it. But I think he was saying for the price, it's just, I mean, it's an insane deal. Yeah. Shall we hop over to rare breed? Or I should say rare turkey. <laughs> so, rare breed? Very earthy. I don't remember it being this earthy. Oh, yeah. There's On the a, nose, very earthy. It's almost bit. like a, a dirt forest kind of, like wet dirt. If Now, remind me... I feel like the mash bill on this one had a decent amount of rye on it. It wasn't. We thought it was high. I think it's 13%. Oh. I don't remember Benchmark's mash bill. Because Wild Turkey 101 is considered high, right? High rye? Uh, I believe they say it's high rye, but I think it's 13%. I thought it had to be 16 to be high rye. I don't know. I I know that we went back it and says forth it on with the label. Seth on it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was higher rye than it is. I mean, with the earthiness, it's still inviting to me. It's very inviting. It's a nice it's a nice nose, but it is earthier to me. Yeah, I can't get past like the earthiness. It does smell like you're you're camping in the forest and there was a light dew on the ground. But it's kind of like a a dirt dirt like wood chipped type ground from like bark from the trees and shit you know what i mean uh-huh well see i'm i'm getting a little bit of floral though on the nose what the fuck did you go back yeah, to I'm getting a little what floral. is that not florist school school what's that but botanist school is that what florist <laughs> Botany? go to botanist school yeah Isn't that plants yeah it is this is interesting i think it is caramel it's definitely a caramel sweetness yeah, it's, yeah. It, they're Once they're similar. Past. They they have similar noses. If you add in like the earthiness to this one, I, I feel like it's still uh, a a bit spicy, or my nose is still tingling a little bit with this one. Dude, my I nose get... must be fucked up because I haven't gotten tingle for a while, and first sips have not been as harsh as they used to be. So I think <laughs> something's fucked up. Are you drinking more during the week? Not really. I had a glass oh. last night of Nulu. Oh, which one? Yeah, the bourbon. I opened oh, okay. the bourbon and the toasted. Both are heavy disappointments, oh, especially no. for the price and like how much hype it had. Do you notice that? That was a super hyped up bottle. Then no one fucking talks about it anymore. I was like stoked to find these. Paid like $80, $90 for the different ones. Fucking disappointment. We should do an episode with all three. I have the bourbon, I have the rye, and I have the toasted bourbon. I've been waiting for for that episode, actually. <laughs> we, we've been waiting for a lot of episodes. Do you know how many we have lined up uh, that we have plenty. to do still? Yeah. We still have to do the Woodford Reserve Double Oaked combo. We have to do the Honey Barrel for uh, Feisty. But yeah, there's there's just so many bourbons we have to do. There's so many fucking bourbons out there. We have, I think, like 95 total episodes between bonus episodes, 
Patreon exclusive episodes. Maybe we're at 100, but we're going to do a special 100th episode when we have our true 100th episode. I think we have 14 more to prepare, Devo. We got to find a good bottle to have for that one. Okay. I think it has to be 100 proof. Just, I mean, it's fitting, right? Bonded. A bonded one, yeah. I agree. So this it is it is a very nice nose. It's intriguing. This it's would be a, a nice it's a candle. candle. One. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's a candle nose. Fuck you, Devo. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I probably you probably should have said that to me because you're always the candle guy. I <laughs> I'm a lot of guys apparently. Yeah, I'm the leather the guy, guy, the guy, oak the, guy, yep. Yep, candle the guy, leather liquor. The raisin bran, uh, the old old man flavors. <laughs> I I just have. Oh, I just breathed in through my nose when I was nosing it. Holy fuck! You know when you breathe in and then it burns your eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! I rarely do that. I'm usually pretty good, but you know when you make those mistakes, my eyes are burning too. I don't know why. I probably look like I'm squinting on the screen right now. Yeah, yeah, you looked uh. A little bit more um, not awake because you were closing your eyes a little bit more. Uh, I just wanted to make mention the legs on on Rare Breed. Yeah, they're pretty intense. Yeah, especially compared to... It is uh, much more viscous. Benchmark. Yeah. Coats the mouth a lot more. I have to say, say though... Huh? What? Go for it. Oh, I I was going to say the spice that comes in is really nice. Yeah. It is, I'm it getting, is nice. I'm getting a lot, a lot of, of anise. anise and uh, pepper. The pepper's there. It kind of has like um, It's weird. It's not like a maple sugar sweetness, but it has like that viscosity of maple sugar to me. Yeah, not Not like agree. a ton, obviously. Again, when I say that, it's just thicker. Right. It's not. It's kind of how that how you get that coating when you have like maple sugar. But it's more of like a corn sweet. Like a like a corn syrup, right? I, I could or see just that. like a sugary sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I could see that. There is some vanilla. Maybe it is a caramel vanilla in there, but it is. It's nice. And if you want a better breakdown of these episodes, make sure to go back and check out the episodes. Uh, the f- benchmark. There were two episodes we did, the three and three based on the lineup. So there are six right. in their lineup. Um, and then Rare Breed was its own episode. So uh, check those. That would be three episodes out, and you get our full rundown on these. Oh, man, this is tough. Um, Rare it is Breed very has, tough. Rare Breed has more flavor. Benchmark's a little like a little easier sip. I, I was going to say, uh, I think Rare Breed, if I were to have, like, okay, I'm just going to have, have one tonight. <clears throat> I'm going to pull rare breed for the the single uh pour for the night. Yeah, I get that. You can it, definitely it, drink a lot more of the benchmark. Yeah, and and rare breed has it's a little bit th- thicker. Like it, it it's it is. more filling it of, is. A, it's of very, a whiskey. It's a huge difference. And it's a lot of anise. I feel like the number one like flavor that you get out of rare breed is anise, which isn't a bad thing. No, um, it's just a very old man thing, which isn't a bad thing. <laughs> it just is. Um, I, I it's nice to, though. I I think 
uh, Rare Breed's finish is shorter than Benchmark. I disagree. I think really? it has a longer finish because it just kind of coats for a while. It's not necessarily... I think it does. And the anise sticks through for a very long time. Maybe it's because it's a pleasant taste for me. Then I'm like, ah. It, Maybe. You know it, one it's thing... It's short, but I enjoy it. One thing I didn't do is a swish on both of these. Oh, I had done that uh, on the uh, the benchmark, and I, I was very pleased with the swish on the benchmark. But I'm, the swish I'm on the rare breed. This one. Swish on the rare breed is very similar to the sip. It just gives you that like black pepper tickle a lot more. Your tingle, not tickle. It's a nice. No, it, it's very similar to me. In terms of the, between the sip and the, yes, the swish. It just um, kind of tingles the tongue a little more and the roof of the mouth. Yeah. And, and the word that you keep using viscosity, uh, the viscosity is, is definitely apparent in this, uh, on the swish as well. Yeah. It's very viscous. Uh, for those of you that don't know, it's just thicker, comes in thicker. More borderline like syrupy. Um, I th- I think I would pick Rare Breed for a cigar over the benchmark, though. Absolutely. I I mean, if you had a choice between the two, it's really tough because they're both very situational bourbons. This couldn't have been a harder. Uh, yeah, comparison. I was scared of this this uh, matchup because it's not even like it. They're they're very close, but they're very different. You have one side that's more flavorful, more like doesn't necessarily hit you hard, but it gives you a it, it just gives you an explosion of flavor. The other one has nice flavor, very nice sipper. Not saying that or a benchmark, very nice sipper. And I think to your point, like I don't think I'd want but rare breed right before bed because of how thick it is uh, how thick it is viscous it is yeah is like viscous it, like moist like in terms of <laughs> the word itself like not its meaning but like it's it's i think so. i was like i mean we could say it enough and it would end up be- becoming a moist word it could yeah <laughs> at least with moist you don't have like moisticity you have <laughs> viscosity oh yeah i guess that's like true. the thickness <laughs> Um, I wasn't could you imagine on what you where you moisticity? <laughs> Her moisticity <laughs> levels were off the charts. Um, oh, I was thinking of uh, a system of a down with toxicity. Okay, that's an actual word, though. I know it is an actual word, yeah. but at the same time, like, like when I first like, yeah, heard it, I was like, "Oh, that they they just made that up for the song or the album." Dude, Which, this is super trippy. Can you, do you still have some benchmark left? Yeah, I do. Nose it and tell me it doesn't smell like red licorice. Red licorice? It's not supposed to get to that. Just, just fucking nose it. Nope, not getting it. What the fuck? Dude, I'm getting like straight red licorice after having the other one. I'm getting purple licorice. I don't know what you're talking I'm just kidding. No, I'm not getting any, any, uh, anything. Did you just jumped a grape? Other- <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> It's so weird. I got like a nose full of red licorice. No, I'm I'm getting a very um Okay, so if, if I were to categorize these two, uh rare breed 
is around the fire um, earlier in the night, but it, I'm not going to go for a second pour. Benchmark, it's like, okay, this is my bottle for the night, and I want to see how far I go before I fall asleep. Okay, that's Because fair. of how, how uh, pleasant it is throughout the sips. Okay, I think I have my mind made up. I think. And it's weird. Have you ever noticed how much a bourbon changes when you go from one back to the other? Yeah. You go one to the other, and then you go back. And it's like so different. I'm going back to back without a a middle just to see what the flavors are like. Yeah, I think I have have my pick, and and I'm worried about yours <laughs> okay okay i'm gonna i'm gonna give my i'll give mine first Steve-O, so you can be less worried or more worried when you give yours so sipping wise i have them like fucking head to head they have served different purposes but they're both equally good in their own manner if that makes sense rare yeah, breed much sense. thicker benchmark i feel like will suit many more like groups of whiskey drinkers than right. rare breed. I think rare breed's going to be kind of more like guys that like the f- really like foolproof. If you aren't as into foolproof, benchmark or I say foolproof. When I'm saying foolproof, I mean foolproof, barrel strength, barrel proof. Uh, Categories of high proof whiskeys. Did I forget any others? Is it just those three? No, it's just those three. So I'm, oh, I'm well, grouping yeah, all strength, of them into proof. Yeah. full proof, right? So I think it's going to, a rare breed is going to suit your your true like high proof drinkers. Now I know some people that don't like wild turkey at all, which I don't understand. Fuck, I'm talking with my hands a lot. Put your hands down, Rob. Put you're, your hands uh, down. I'm pulling you're, you're a, pulling a Devo. D- yeah, and you have a kid <laughs> and you don't talk with your hands anymore. <laughs> Um, what, what made the decision for me was the swish. There was one swish that I found significantly better than the other. Okay. Do you know which one it is, Steve? I feel a lot better about my choice. <laughs> Do you? Cause well, I, I'm, I'm just thinking like if we end up having a, uh, a both are moving. Tie. Yeah. It's a three way tie. Or it's a three-way playoff for the next one if we do that. Yeah. That's a lot of whiskey. That is. So, I am going with Rare Breed. Fuck. Okay. I think Rare Breed... I think the... To me, Benchmark had kind of an odd, less than inviting uh, swish. I didn't love the swish. Wild Turkey, it was very close. Honestly, going back and doing the swish between the two was the deciding factor. I think Benchmark will be more suited to most people, but for my palate, Rare Breed wins. Value-wise, for any of these, it's hard to go against Benchmark. But we're talking about true better whiskey, not value. I think Rare Breed wins it out. Ah, Guessing you went the opposite way, and we have three into the final, into the semis. Yeah, because uh, for me, uh, Rare Breed, I think the viscosity is bugging me a little bit right now. 
course, it is all situational, right? Like, uh, uh, your mood kind of helps uh, with how your palate is going to take things. Yeah. But I, I think... Now, Rare Breed is, is delicious. Uh, Benchmark, delicious. But I, I guess at this point in my... Or at the time right now, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I would rather have benchmark which is consistent with the flavors that are coming through and then okay, the proof isn't coming through as much like there's still a, a decent amount of heat that's coming through um but i that's interesting to me because usually you don't like something that stays consistent throughout that's true but again i i I'm going I know, off I only of speak the fact that it's though. situational. Um, okay. Like in in terms of like where my palate's wanting to be right now. Okay. Is hmm, hold on, let me. I'm about. <laughs> you I'm trying about to, to talk yourself into these. liking rare breed. Did you bring up a ba- uh, did you bring a backup bottle? I mean, I have that noble oak rye. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm intrigued. Because yeah, I mean they're both very good. It's it's so close. It's just that swish on the on the benchmark that threw me off a little bit. Didn't love it. I get where you're coming from on the viscosity. Um, I need to stop. But it would that. be great. It it would be great with a cigar. Like and it's better uh, with cold rare, weather. Yeah. Uh, whereas benchmark, you could have pretty much any time. I. I would say for those uh, Jack Daniels black or what is it? Number nine, right? Number I don't know. Seven? You can just say number Jack seven. Daniels. Yeah, it is. Number those Jack seven. Daniel number seven uh, drinkers uh, step up a little bit and go with the benchmark foolproof. Yeah. I'm calling you out. I mean, just step up to any bourbon. Shit. Stillhouse is probably a step up. Just kidding. Still, I could see ass. I could see what you mean that there's like a, a little. It's a little off putting. Yeah, but I like the the slight spikiness that's coming through right now on, okay. on the benchmark. Fucking hey, why did it, why am I doing this to myself? I should just go with a rare breed and agree with you. <laughs> no, don't agree. You gotta you gotta be honest here, Devo. No, I, I think benchmark. I think benchmark is. I think I think it's better, dude. I I think it should go on. I think you're wrong, but I mean, they're both good. It's, it's close. It was kind of a toss up for me. It was honestly, the swish was the only thing that changed my mind. Otherwise so like, I was, I you was like the coating on your, on your mouth. <laughs> the swish on the benchmark just, it was odd. It didn't, it, you know how I said, like how I've said in the past, like the swish rarely impacts my rating and it wouldn't have impacted my rating but it wasn't as good as the as the rare breed swish. I know it's weird because most of the time when you're sipping whiskey, you aren't going to swish it. But it was the deciding factor. I don't know. I I guess I'm uh, I'm looking at how many people I can. I'm just oh, waiting for the next shoot. The next There's round that. Of the... Sorry, what? I I just brought in my own category as to. Um. Yeah, like I, I think I could offer foolproof or sorry, benchmark foolproof 
to more people than rare breed. It's more and versatile. I, I, I already said that. Yeah. So you, uh, I'm just I I that came off way wrong, and thank you, Fullproof, for completely just like in fucking up what I'm trying to say. My point was I agree with you on that, as stated. It's like one of those <laughs> nasty emails, as stated in my prior email. Hearsay. <laughs> as stated in my prior email. No, this is a fact, Diva. <laughs> Has it been I, uh, approved into evidence? It's a fucking email. <laughs> he get me fired. So yes, it's evidence. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, I just think rare breed is a little better, just a tad, not a ton. It's just a little better. It's like rare that, that breed fucking is candle, like a, though. I God know. damn, rare breed is like a four point five two, and benchmarks like a four point four eight. Both are four point fives. But it, it just it just takes the it takes the cake for me. Uh, I I needed to not swish it. I think I think I was uh different than you. So is the swish that you liked more on the benchmark? Yeah, I like the swish more on benchmark. Interesting. Well, this is this will be a fun uh, semis. You know what's funny? Watch. We have the, at least all, five. these two. These two go into the semis against the next two, which I'm predicting that bullet barrel strength is going to beat out Elijah Craig. That's Do my prediction. Really? Oh, I think for sure. And that's Elijah Craig A121? Uh, no, it was B... No, it was B121. It was A521 that I think we tried. C521? It was the higher proof one. The A, the A we didn't like as much, so we used the better one. Okay. The one we liked more. I can't remember. I think it's a B121, but I could be wrong. I can't remember this shit. I, I know, I know the one that we picked was You can't ask me after I've, I've had like two glasses of foolproof whiskey. Gotcha. You, know, you, can't, you can't do shit like that. I, I can pull shit up on the fly, but my memory goes to shit. Fuck, both of these are moving on, dude. <laughs> You're really sticking with Benchmark, huh? Um, That's fine. I, I I'm not, I'm not trying know. to change your mind. Just go with your gut. They both move on. No one's taken out. No one is. It, it's fine. We'll just have two more, two more tastings. It's because you wanted more whiskey from me, you a fucking asshole. No, no, that that wasn't just, it. <laughs> bullshit, bullshit. No, 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 no. Okay, whatever. So I, watch I'm it. Watch both these. of the. Watch both of the next ones go through, and we have to do fucking four. Four on one side, and then. Two, two on, the, on other. the other. Yeah, the other two were pretty clear. Yeah, they they definitely were. Um, so if you haven't listened to those yet, which I'm assuming you already have, but probably definitely go back and listen to them. Oh, just benchmarks. I'm, I'm slowly liking benchmark less in comparison to rare breed. It's not holding up for me. I and I and I think you're right because as I get further down on both i'm i'm at like the droplets of of both i i do think rare breed had a better finish left my my mouth a little bit happier 
there's more flavor in rare breed, which is another reason that I'm surprised that you like benchmark more. Not saying benchmark's bad, but like I'm, I'm just saying, and I'm like, not trying it, to talk you out of it. No, no, no. I, I'm I'm leaning definitely more towards uh, rare breed now, and it's mainly because because I talked you out of it. <laughs> no, um, actually, like that for our listeners. If you could get your hands on uh, Benchmark Foolproof and Rare Breed, put them together, and hopefully you are having a hard time picking which one is better, like I am right now. It's tough. I mean, it's like comparing um, <clears throat> shit, Cause, uh, well, like I, doing Bullet versus Elijah Craig. I mean, it's not it's not a simple decision. They're they're similar characteristics similar that you idea. like yeah and they're they're similar in profile because it's still bourbon and all of them are the old school ones so they've been made the same way for god knows how long did you but on on that topic did you know uh evan williams is the oldest distillery yeah i thought we had touched on that on one of our episodes when uh it may have been uh evan williams bonded which that was a late episode with that was that one kind of waited, but it was one of those <laughs> yeah. that was like we were afraid to try it because <laughs> it's, it's a, cheap. a cheap bonded, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so are we? Are we just going to move them both forward? You initially said benchmark, and you were very confident in that decision. I was, but I think I was going off of my emotions. And uh, which is what's kind been, of what's been going on within the last like week and a half and everything, and this is my f- second time having whiskey. So well, that was your first mistake. Yeah, I guess that's true. Although Ariana at one point asked me, like, "Hey, did you did you have whiskey?" And I was like, "No." And she goes, "Oh, your breath smells like whiskey." And I was like, "Oh, fuck." Oh, that's weird. Because I didn't. <laughs> you just forgot to brush your teeth that morning. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. By the way, I tried that Whiskey Biz ice cream. It's interesting. Is it? It's interesting. I don't necessarily love it, though. Uh... I'll probably buy it again once we start, if I can find it. It's really hard to find. Um once we start meeting in person again? Yeah, so we can both like do a review of it. Maybe we'll do an episode on that. And we'll just have backup whiskey that we've already had. But our main topic will be the ice cream. Yeah, okay. So tail end. Tail end of the, the glass. Wild Turkey does win out. <sighs> I feel uh, like it's I, you I, don't I, notice I do it to... until you try them side by side without a middle... Sipper. Yeah, the uh, palate cleanser. Because yeah. that's what I was. That's what I was doing before. I was palate cleansing. Mm-hmm. Um, but rare breed, rare breed has better body. That sounds funky to say, but and legs too. Better legs. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I I think rare breed. I I. You didn't have to talk me into it. I was. It's a tricky one because I agree. It's it, it, it was, was so it, close, dude. Yeah, one by one, they were very close. 
or head to head, they were very close. And it, I just think that, you know what it is? I think it's the age. I can guarantee you that rare breed is, a, is aged longer. Let's um, my... I, I, I think you're right. Uh, just going off of the legs, uh, what's it called? Foolproof, uh, benchmark foolproof has uh, shorter legs, not so uh, grabby, whereas uh, Rare Breed does have some great legs, and I could only assume that uh, Rare Breed is aged a little bit longer. Yeah, I think so. Um, Ironically, you know which whiskey we didn't include in this that we did do on an episode? 1792 foolproof. I I don't think we liked it as much though. No, we didn't, but it wasn't requested, so it was very interesting that it didn't. Oh shit, that wasn't where I meant to go. I'm trying to find the damn. Did you know that on a uh, Total Wine Benchmark Foolproof Bourbon has one star? Really? On TotalWine.com. Yeah, I'm trying to find. There's well, it's a no... good thing that we're not sponsored by them, right? I don't agree with with reviews in general, right? Like they aren't. I don't agree notoriously... with uh, uh, Bevmo's choice of uh, store picks. Yeah, no. Well, I've had a couple good ones. I thought it was uh, Be- uh I'm sorry, Total Wines. Did I say Bevmo? Pretty sure I, I said. Thought Total you Wine. did. I thought you said Bevmo. I thought I said Total Wine. We're, we're drunk, as you can tell. This happens. Um, God damn it. It fucking... I put in foolproof eighth uh, <laughs> because I missed I missed age. Uh, so I don't know if that fucked up my my review or my search. Uh, da, 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 da. You're talking I benchmark. I, I, I feel like benchmark is uh, three years and above. I'm going to say about four. Uh, Rare breed, I feel like it's closer to six. Yeah, let's see. I I agree with the four-year age statement. Uh, Actually, I think it is at least four years because it doesn't say on the bottle. Oh, I wonder if that's part of it. Benchmark's a sour mash. Oh, interesting. And that's probably why you don't (laughs) like it as much. Or as much as the rare yeah. breed, but it's it's very good still. It is. It's extremely good, and I think value rating. I again, I think value it beats all the others. Yeah, I don't think any others stand <clears throat> up to the value of this. Um, what was it? It's rare breed age statement. Um, it's generally. Oh my God! It's they it, it said is it's. This is what bourbon culture says, but it, uh, it it never carried an age statement, but it's generally assumed to be as old as the current iteration of Wild Turkey 101. For benchmark or rare breed? Oh, okay. Here's here's an interesting thing. This is breaking bourbon. As for age, Russell's Reserve 10-year lands right in the midst of the 6, 8, and 12-year-old blend that makes up rare breed. 6, 8, and 12. So it's a blend. Okay. So yeah, you can't get like an exact age statement. So if you were to say an age statement on a six, eight, and twelve year whiskey Devo, what would you say? It's a blend of six, eight, and twelve year bourbons. 
What's what's the age statement for it? Eight. Six. <laughs> Six. It's always the minimum age. Really? Okay. Yes. It's always you can't you can't say that it's eight years if it has six year bourbon in it. Even if that's where it averages out. Okay, I guess it makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So fun fact there. Um so if it is a blended bourbon, the age statement will always show the youngest age, but it can have significantly older bourbons as well. Why do you blend different ages, Devo? Flavor. <laughs> uh, to change up the profile, yeah. So generally you get different profiles from different aged bourbons, uh, ages of bourbons. So like a 12-year will show more oak, a six-year probably more ethanol, you know, and other flavors as well. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder with, uh, you know, how we were not talking crap on uh, Barrel, but I, I wonder if they're like, oh, this one tastes bad. Let's see if it tastes any better. In I believe Barrel uses MGP. I think they just try a bunch of shit that I don't love. Like the blends, they like secondarily age it and oh my god, my air purifier. I put an air purifier in this room because uh, my parents brought over their dog and it like it's an auto setting and apparently air quality in my room just went to shit because it just went on high. Scared the absolute farce out of me. No. Oh. I don't think so. <laughs> Getting to that age where it's like, yeah, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't fucking remember. And I've been drinking, so how the fuck do you expect me to remember this, Steve? I felt a little tickle at <laughs> at my butthole, so I don't know, maybe. <laughs> maybe you're just excited to see me. <laughs> it's a different I should, excitement. I have poured what I poured, dude. <laughs> what did you pour? I uh, I told you what I, I oh, had for one? a backup. Okay. Let me see what I have for a backup. Because kinda... otherwise I only have um, the other tasters for other episodes Okay, in that box. That box was you. heavy. <laughs> oh, of all the whiskeys and tasters? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it was. Uh, what do I want to have? Ah, I probably shouldn't have anything. Let's so Devo topic. What what did you want to talk about? All right. So, as in pure fashion of Devo and uh, being someone who does like excitement in extreme sports to an extent, uh, I mean the the ones that I usually am doing is. Uh, snowboarding but i i was just kind of uh thinking <clears throat> which by the way rob that that's a good choice that's a very good choice i wanted to see how this holds up because you know oh shit remember this whole thing top <laughs> the top the and top <laughs> fucking top fell off ah jesus but um, i'm switching to bradford bradford bradshaw. bradford bradshaw um but Okay, so if you were to pick, I'm going to start out with a desert dirt type of uh, area. Are you picking a dirt bike, quad, or a snowboard razor? Oh, dirt bike, quad. Well, I don't trust myself on two wheels. Um, I think the dirt bike would be the most fun. Quad would be... 
uh, fun as well. But I feel like quads excel in like forested areas because mm. they're a little more stable and like having to go Trails over like are rods to get and through, loops. Though. They are, but you aren't going like you go through a forested area with a dirt bike. Like you aren't going to go fast. It's a lot less stable when you're going slow. No, but I I have witnessed on hiking trails a lot of dirt bikers. Hiking trails, like I'm talking about, like you're you own a cabin, and you have like a forest in the backyard. You know, like you have a cabin up in the mountains, and you're in one of those remote cabin areas, like where you can't see your neighbor's house. I I still think I would pick a a dirt bike over a quad. Really. Yeah, I swear to God, I would I would see you buy a, a quad over a dirt bike any day of the week, and that might be Ariana. I don't know. I don't know. Weight weight distribution is a little bit different between the two. Yes, and how you turn is different as well. Right. Um. Well, actually, it's pretty similar. I think it's the three wheelers that the turning's opposite, like where your weight goes. It- I, I don't know. I feel like the, the quad and the three-wheeler are about the same. I, I, if it. I'm not mistaken, when you turn on a three-wheeler, you have to lean the opposite way of the turn. I remember that from what my But everything else you lean with said. the turn. Huh. Yeah. But I think, I mean, Razor makes the most sense in terms of like... Functionality? You can have, yeah. So probably the Razor just in that term. I think razors would be would be really cool, but they're expensive as shit now. Well, so are dirt bikes and fucking quads. No, dirt, because dirt bikes are still affordive, affor- affordable, affordable, yeah, affordable, affordable. And also think about this, right? Yeah, you can put more than one dirt bike in your car, but it's a lot harder to get in your car than a quad. Yeah. No, wait, no. it's not stable. You just have a couple you have of to ropes. Secure, you have to secure like the dirt bike differently. Like the quad, you just have to like strap one bar or the rear wheel to the to one of the hooks or uh, on your truck. The other, you have to like strap the whole fucking thing down. Yeah, but you can only fit maybe two, whereas the dirt bike you could fit three. <laughs> Yeah, but I just I think I think quads and razors are much more versatile. Yeah, and the razors have up to what six person uh, seating. Also, think about this, Devo. I I believe. I mean, in terms of the type of quad you'd get for a forested area is all wheel drive. A dirt bike's rear wheel drive. Uh, but if you're looking at in a in how, a forested area, it, you're gonna want four wheel drive. Yes, you could pull a dirt bike out of a shitty spot, but if you need to climb up at a slow speed, because I don't know about you, but in a forested area, I don't want to go flying over a fucking hill. I mean, I guess that's true, but I'm I'm only thinking that you're thinking of think, being like the Philippines and having all greenery around you. No, and I'm no thinking dirt. like the mountains, the mountains, our mountains. I think I think if you're talking about true desert area, dirt bikes a lot more fun. 
Also, I do, I've never understood the excitement of a deserted area, especially like these glamis type places where it's like it's just sand everywhere. Like, what's the, right, what's the but... fucking excitement about that? You don't even have palm trees to think that you could find some water over there. <laughs> what, wasn't there a game back in the day of uh, someone that was stuck in the desert? I'm sure there are plenty of fucking trees. games. But <clears throat> I, I mean, I agree with you. My parents grew up, uh, or not grew up, grew up, but like they were together and uh, they did quite a few glamorous trips. And uh, they talked about how crazy it got. Like people, people, oh, I don't like crazy. Glamis. I don't, I don't doubt that at all. Because what the fuck else are you going to do? You know, hop over yeah, to Chili's and have dinner. You're also driving around a, either a, a quad or or a dirt bike. Yes, and that, is, razors, that is a but... valid point. That is a valid point. Yes, the amount of drinking while operating a motor vehicle. But like, you know, maybe because I'm not as young as I used to be, but even when <laughs> I was younger and more fit, I feel like I'm not going to sit on a dirt bike for the whole day. You'd rather be on a boat? I, I would and like Andy chilling Sandberg in a cove and just kind of like floating in the water. Yeah, Andy you know, Sandberg like, it out. I don't know what that's applying to. Uh, he, it, It's a song. Is it that the he, I'm on a boat? Yeah. But I'm thinking like lake, not like oh, I'm okay. on a yacht. He's like literally on a yacht and he's saying I'm on a boat. Okay. Yeah. No, I got what you're saying. He also so, did the jizz in my pants song. That he did. <laughs> yeah. Very awkward music video. If you want to ruin your night, um, especially just go watch that. Music. It's just very <laughs> like, it's very cringy. I mean, the song alone is very cringy, but talk about like, that's even worse. He's great for pranking. <laughs> uh, maybe. Hey, I don't fucking know. You got a fucking sea cucumber in there, bro? Did you jump <laughs> off the boat and land a sea cucumber? Is that what happened to your pants? Like, for fuck's sake. Who think? I mean, there's. I, I'm all for a good parody song. Like, uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, he's got some great, great parody songs. Jizz in my pants is not like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's you I were think high as a fucking kite and drunk. At, at and time, you're like, huh. It's the time of YouTube. Somewhat, this is going to blow the fuck up. I'm never going to sell an album, but everybody's going to watch this fucking video that I spent 50 grand to make. Well, and and I'm pretty sure um, he did that out of boredom while he, uh, like, he was still filming for uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Or even even for Adam Sandler's uh, That's My Boy. Okay. Okay, I could see that. But, I mean, just, it's like rappers that try and rap. I mean, rappers, basketball players that try to rap. Are you talking about Shaquille O'Neal? There were a lot of them that attempted to. Wait, who else? I, I only know uh, Shaquille O'Neal. There's Damian Lillard, I think, dropped a track. I'm pretty sure Kobe has a track. Um, they're, they're more than you think of. You want me to, like, look this up? Because I know there are a bunch. No, no, no. But when you say Kobe, I'm I'm only thinking that 
his uh his lines were give me the ball, give me the ball. I got the shot type of thing. Okay. Um ranking the best NBA rap singles. Here you go. <laughs> Number 10 is Stack 5 Lonely at the Top. I don't know. Oh, this is a single that dropped over the summer that sent everybody into a frenzy, not necessarily because of any content, but because it is the one that features Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant <laughs> was on a rap song. Uh, Iman Shumpert, Nick's anthem. I don't know if you know who Iman Shumpert is. He's uh, he's notorious for being uh, for shutting down Kobe for three quarters in an NBA game. And then after in the third quarter uh, or at the end of the third quarter, Kobe said, ah, you had a good game, man. The guy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's still a fourth quarter. That's a great video. That was like one of the best Kobe lines of all time. And then I think he dropped like 20 on him in the fourth quarter or something ridiculous. And, and, uh, you know, uh, can you say his name again? Iman Shumpert. He says, uh, what, like, what are you on? Because Kobe dropped all of that and <laughs> was just yeah. going off. Yeah, he just, he, yeah. So then you have uh, Gary Payton had a rap song, Living Legal and Large. You have Sonny Black, who is actually Rashad McCants. Um, okay, you have Joe Beast, uh, who is uh, Joe Smith. You have Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I was waiting for Shaquille O'Neal. <clears throat> uh, Cedric Sabalos. Uh, not not so well known. Um, Dana Barros. Check it. Nineteen ninety four. Allen Iverson. Really? Yes. And Cedric Cedric Sabalos and Dana Barros. Huh. So there are a, there there are quite a few. Um, oh, here you go. Ranking the twelve best NBA rappers. <laughs> Number twelve. 12. No, there's more than that. This is just top twelve. <laughs> Number twelve, Dwight Howard. No way. Dude's a yeah. robot when he talks. Number eleven, LeBron James. What? What did what did he produce? Uh, do, do do do. Do, 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 do. LeBron's interest in rap go far beyond that as he's actually jumped in the booth in the past, most notably with Kevin Durant during the 2011 lockout. All things considered, their song isn't bad. Oh, so LeBron and Kevin Durant have a song. Number 10, JaVale McGee. My cousin? No, McGee. <laughs> no, not no extra he at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Number nine, Andre Drummond. Number eight, Aaron Gordon. Now, a lot of these guys are pretty recent. Number seven, Lance Stevenson. Number six, Lou Williams. Number five, Kevin Durant. Number four, Lonzo Ball. I could kind of see that and that his dad pushed him to do so. Number three, Marvin Bagley. Number two, Iman Shumpert. And number one, Damian Lillard. Huh. Dame Dalla. That's his name. Oh, for rapping? Yes. Yeah. Very so, interesting. so that's yeah. <laughs> so yes, NBA players that rap. 
Now, remember that uh, you no one's probably heard any of these songs, maybe except for Shaquille O'Neal's song, just because you're like, can he actually rap? And Dude's he probably got a saw PhD. Uh, what's uh, what's this? What's the movie he was in? Uh, <laughs> he, he was, was in, in a couple. He was he was the, he was in Shazam. <laughs> he was in Shazam, and he was in another one where he had like a suit, like a metal suit that he wore. Really? Yeah. I, <laughs> Don't you I love how we went one. from from dirt bikes to yeah. <laughs> We went from the desert to uh, technology and people who are steel. That's what it was in? Steel? Steel. 1997. He was also in Good Burger. No. Yeah. Oh, one of the. He was in the Lego movie. Interesting. He was in He Got Game, which that makes sense. He was in Grown Ups 2. I do remember that. He was in Jack and Jill, The House Bunny, When in Rome. So he's friends with Adam Sandler. Probably. Yeah. Uh, did you see that video of Adam Sandler saying like um, they were on set for Grown Ups 2 and Shaq was taking a shower and like they. Oh, they yeah. Were at... And they like. <laughs> and he goes, one guy saw uh, his Adam dick. Sandler. Well, Adam Sandler goes, well, I got to see Shaq's dick. Like, <laughs> Yes. Yes. Curiosity killed the cat at that point. Yep. And then he lost an eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, talking about that, Adam Sandler is actually a good basketball player. He is. He is actually a good basketball player. I mean, he's white, so he's only so good, right? Like, it's just, there's <laughs> a limitation. Past the eighties, it was it, it was their limitations being good and white at basketball. But he he became a good passer. No, he's a great shooter. He's actually a really good shooter. Is he? Yeah, in all the grown ups movies when he's like shooting or in any of his movies when he's shooting a basketball, it's actually him shooting the basketball. And he's shooting left handed, right? Or did I see that? I think he's right handed. I'm pretty oh. sure he's right handed. I could be huh. wrong though. But yeah, he's, a, he goes, he's actually a pretty good basketball player. He he does have a, a pretty good uh, defense against a guard in terms of where he releases from. Um, So there's goods and bads. To if where he releases? Uh, yeah, from the left side. If he, if he was from the left side, if he's left-handed, it's actually easier. So it's it's tricky. It's easier and harder to guard a lefty. Because generally right-handed basketball players go up to block with their right hand. So when mm-hmm. you go up with your right hand, they're on your they're shooting from their left side, which is your right side, which makes it easier. But if you if you're like running out to them, trying to block from the them shooting from the left with your right hand, if you're not controlling your momentum, you tend to foul them more on a jump shot because your body's going through them to get your right hand up. As opposed to if it's a right hander, you're usually going across their body to block, right, with your right hand. You see what I'm saying? Kind of, mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, it's 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 easier and harder. So, like in the post, it's easier because you aren't usually jumping, running out to someone to block them, or 
but it, it depends on your defensive style. If you're very aggressive trying to block everything, it's harder if you're more conservative and just trying to get in their face and distract them from their shot, it's easier. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh this topic went way off track. Um yes, well, we I'm more of a lake guy. So yeah, that's true. I'm more of a lake guy than anything else. I like the water. It's fun. It's kind of like freeing. Lake which probably over... the dunes are like that too, where it's just you're kind of going and there's but I, I feel like it's a little terrifying on dunes. Cause you go over a hill and you like lose track of which way you went. Now you don't know where the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. Cause there's no actual landmarks. Yeah. Cause the landmarks the are dune you went over. changing. Yeah. You have the dune you went over, but, and maybe tracks, but with the winds that you tend to get out there, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So lake or ocean beach type deal. I hate salt water. Because of corrosion or what? No, because it gets in your fucking eyes. Oh. Have you, you go to a any... lake? What? Like, have you have you gone to anywhere outside of Mexico and California in terms of, uh, like, the ocean? Yeah, Hawaii. Oh. Yeah, I didn't and love you, it there You didn't either. like it there? No? I mean, it's nice, but I'd still prefer fresh water. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like you can you can like the ocean if you want to take out like a smaller boat just to putt around, you can't really putt around on the ocean unless you're inside of breakwater and even then you get kind of you get choppy. On a uh-huh. lake it's not like terribly choppy like because you don't have the tides bringing in the water. You get some but not much. I I don't know. Are there tides with uh, us being on a flat Earth and the yes. the moon? Yes, there are tides. Doesn't actually pull. It, it, it's it, just. I have a better question for your flat Earth theory. Okay, how thick's the Earth? Um, I I can't give you that actual like measurement. Like, think but... about that. Like, how thick would the Earth be? Right, because <clears throat> if the oceans, like at some points thousands of feet deep what what's on the other side like we just have a it's just it's sand at the bottom and that's where it's flat or there is there stuff on both sides of the flat earth i don't i don't know it just doesn't make sense i mean it's like a dreidel it's like a dreidel yeah like are we using it to pray (laughs) no 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 we're Um, putting prayers in it so (laughs) I don't I don't know how to describe it for uh soil and uh oceans and everything we're we're coming to a point but we will never reach it because we don't know the actual um are we then, are we again thicker, I'm not saying that we, it's flat are I'm we thinner at the we're end. A dreidel. are we thinner <laughs> at the ends than we are at the in the middle of the flat earth yeah, that's why uh, ships well, then it can't fall be off flat. the earth. It can't be no, flat that, then. That that that's why ships fall off. It has to be in in equal thickness because then it wouldn't be flat. Well, right. It has you, to be an equal thickness all the way across. Otherwise, it cannot be a flat earth. You've played video games where uh, you can't go further than a certain point in a horizon, so to speak, right? 
you just get bumped back yes. to where you you started. That's what happens. But I'm I'm talking about the thickness, right? Like, <laughs> are some oceans are thicker than other or deeper than others? Does that mean that the Earth's thicker at that point? Or are we all at that equal thickness? So the deepest part of the ocean is how thick the Earth is. We need to get a flat earther on this fucking podcast. If anyone knows a flat earther, can you let us know? Because we need him to be on here because we we need some of these questions answered. Yeah, I'm not not a good devil's advocate for it. Also, if you know any pastors that drink bourbon, have them hop on. (laughs) I have some questions. Um... I don't know any, <laughs> and I would be your your source. For there that. is like bourbon and bourbon and the bourbon priest on TikTok, I think, or something like that, or bourbon in the Bible, or something like that. Well, and I wanted to know. ask him questions, but I don't. I I don't. I'm not trying to be offensive, but there are a lot of questions. Like I really want to know if if like does a pastor preach that the Noah's Ark literally it was two of each animal. No, there it wasn't two of each animal because Noah and his family still had to be able to eat. And also, I don't know about you, but lions aren't a big fan of hay. True. Nor are hyenas. Let's put it this way. The animals were brought Sorry, on. Sorry, we jumped back onto this topic, but I just... God dang. These are the things that I want. Like, these are questions i want to ask people that are like experts because i feel like i'm an, <laughs> are you putting I'm quotations around the experts well i mean i think there is a point like you can't know everything let's be honest like experts don't know everything they're True. just better than most i would say like what would you say an expert is like top five percent of the population top two percent two yeah top two percent so someone that's in the top 2% of the population. Now, I think with religion, you have to be in the top 2% of people of that religion or top 2% of flat earthers, right? Like, this is what I need because I don't want Tila Tequila on here, well, even though she'd probably drive up views. So maybe it would be entertaining, but because she's a flat earther. Is um, she? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is a great person to have as your uh, as a you person know- who pushes the the idea. You know why? It's because of her enhancements. Like, she understood that it's actually... Well, okay, so here's the question. Is it a flat Earth, or or is it a snow globe? <coughs> well, a snow globe would assume that it's round. No, 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 just a certain part of it is round, but the rest of it is flat. I don't think I'm uh, fully following your Devo. Okay, so so you're saying a it, flat plane within a a snow globe, <clears throat> snow globe. So yeah, like if if you think why of is a it snow a fucking globe, snow globe? Why is it not just a map? No, well, just because the snow globe is the easiest to be able to describe that we are actually in a snow globe and not um, then it's not on flat. a disc. Yeah, it's not a disc or anything like that because. If we were on a disc, uh, there's still atmospheres. There's still uh, other situations within the flat Earth uh, ideology that doesn't quite make sense. But if you're in a snow globe type of uh, shape, then it kind of makes sense. 
So here's my question. You know, I don't know about you, but say we moved all of our population to one edge of the flat earth. Would that throw us mm-hmm. off and like put us in more danger? Off axis, yeah. Yeah. Well, there is no axis on a round on a flat surface. Also, when you say disc, that completely destroys the idea of flat earth because I don't know about you, but very few discs are perfectly flat. Well, and with, and you with might you say, bring, oh, what about a compact bring... disc? But there's a fucking hole in the middle of a compact disc, so no. And the, the edges are rounded, so that would mean that it's no longer flat because the edges are not the same width as the middle. There's no distinct line? No, like, it, because the disc, if a disc was truly flat, right, it would have sharp edges. It would have 90-degree angle edges. Uh-huh. And that would make it flat. But a compact disc doesn't have an edge where you could cut yourself. So it's no longer flat. So these motherfuckers are like very limited. At least with like the globe idea, it doesn't have to be the same width at the poles as it does around. Because this globe, it goes around in circles. My question is, is how are they gaining followers though? Like that's insane to me. Like common sense has gone out the window when it comes to anyone and everyone that's just listening to them, in a sense. Well, let me just say, I mean, I guess the best way to go about this is there are a lot of sheeple out there. People Mm -hmm. that act like sheeps, and they just follow. That's all they do. Things don't make sense to them, or someone makes one good point, all of a sudden they fucking, you know, fall off the edge of the earth into this group. (laughs) they go into a different simulation it's fine yes you know when you really think about it though like gravity is a really hard thing to explain but when you think about other things like when you spin a ball like there there's like a there's like spinning things tend to have more control than non-spinning things think about like a baseball Right. Mm-hmm. Like if the baseball's spinning, it's more predictable. If it's not spinning, there's unpredictability. You're you're talking like knuckleball. A knuckleball. Yeah, yeah. It's not consistent. Now I do have the theory that a knuckleball isn't really moving as much as it seems. It's just throwing you off because it's not moving. There's no yeah, okay. I could I could understand that. Because when it's rotating, it looks like a sphere. Because a baseball right. is not a sphere. Because it has ridges. It, like it has it has uh it has thread uh, threading or uh, seams, so it's not a perfect sphere, and they 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 say there's one perfect sphere in the U, in the world. Someone has the perfect sphere. It costs millions of dollars to make, which that's just fucking insane to me. You have all these fucking tools out there, you can't make a fucking perfect sphere for less than like a million fucking dollars. And then you think about it. What does a fucking million dollar sphere do for you? Because you're sure is not shit. Put you're sure as shit not putting that on the ground to roll around. Because now it's <laughs> no, no longer a fucking perfect sphere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you do with a fucking perfect sphere? <laughs> a million dollar sphere. You can't drink. That's it, the next. That's Ocean's it. Fifteen right there. That's what it is. It's Ocean's Fifteen. <sighs> Jesus. But you bring up a good point with like the the tides and stuff. If we didn't have gravity, would there be tides? If we didn't have rotation, would there be tides? If the moon wasn't there, would there be tides? What happens to us if if an asteroid destroys the moon? 
Or South Korea gets crazy. North Korea, not South Korea. <laughs> North Korea gets crazy, and they're like, ah, fuck, let's see if we can blow up the moon. <laughs> Fucking blow up the moon, what happens to us? What happens to the tides? Because the moon I, I the moon creates the tides. I, I don't know if you I don't know if you watched it. Uh Space the interview? Force. Oh never no, mind. No, no. Space no, Force. No, I haven't. Oh. Um it's a decent watch. I'll I'll say decent. You have to understand the comedy aspect of mm, it mm. from the office. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. That's with Steve Carell. Yeah. Yeah. I know what yeah, you're talking about it, now. But it, it does get pretty good and it is it is pretty funny at the at the end of the yeah. second season. Yeah, you know what we should hop into? We should hop into some of these cults. Like the what is it, the On the next FLDS. episode or what? Uh, the FLDS? No, that's Fundamental Friend. Latter-day Saints. <laughs> I said <FLDS>. friends. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you got friends. <laughs> oh, friends of there's, Latter-day there's, Saints. There's, no, no, no. There's there's a, a cult out there that starts with friends. So I, I think it was the Manson family, actually. But because that was the hippie area. Era. Okay. Area. Okay. Era. Yeah, I got you. I figured. Um. Yeah, I don't. This 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 conversation went so many different ways. I don't know where to go now. So other than out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just not fall off the face of the earth. Which actually, if we're talking if about face, di- uh, because we say the face of yeah. the earth, right? That that alone proves that it's a globe. Because otherwise, you wouldn't say face of the earth. True. You'd say a picture of the earth. Yeah, because it would and that because the picture be is flat, two dimensional. Yeah, yeah. How and then too, if it's if it's flat, it technically would be two dimensional. But if it has to be thick enough to have the water, the depths of the water, then it's no longer two dimensional. Unless we live in a uh, in on a area that is non dimensional, and it's a simulation, then it could be two D and have actually depths. Well, and, and that's where a lot of people talk about, uh, what is it, four-dimensional chess and everything? Like, I don't Moving know. Moving it up, it, down. Well, that's just an XYZ. That's three-dimensional. Then XYZ. I don't know. In math, you stop at Z, so that's three-dimensional. But technically, yeah. chess is played on a two-dimensional. Right, but there's yeah. also people that have figured out how to play a four-dimensional you sure it's not three-dimensional no no no, it's four how do you get four dimensions look it up i'm gonna look this up and it's gonna be like on urban dictionary oh there's uh there's people that have tried playing it at least this interesting it's what's another funny rabbit is, hole. What's funny is the Tesseract says it's four dimensional, but the pictures <laughs> are only three dimensional. Yeah, it's a it's the four dimensional analog of the cube, but it's really three dimensional. That's confusing as shit. Right, doesn't make sense. Yeah, when I went down that rabbit hole, I was I I think I was drinking Elijah Craig. So, um, for our next episode, 
we're going to be trying out Elijah Craig versus uh, Bullet Bourbon Barrel Strength. So yes, we Elijah will. Craig. A four-dimensional chest looks fucking ri- ridiculous. And it's funny, the dude playing it. Oh, it is Trump. <laughs> I was gonna say he looked like fucking Trump. Well, I was, I was gonna Trump. say a lot of a lot of uh, Trump followers say that uh, Trump's playing 4D chess, where his oh, uh, second post Urban Dictionary, <laughs> <laughs> the act of playing a strateg- stratagem moves ahead in such a multi-layered, brain-sparkling, sophisticatedly process. They can't even fucking s- sophisticatedly process. No, it's sophisticated <laughs> process. That no one outside of the gamer's own mind ever even has a biscuit of what's going on until days, weeks, or even months later. What the fuck? This is what so what they're you know how they have like they're saying that like explains it like in a sentence or a. Mm-hmm. This is three sentences. Man, I didn't see it at the time, but all those seemingly reckless bombings that Trump was getting into, hell, that didn't end so bad. The world is at peace now and rapture is occurring. That's pretty sweet, huh? So that's what 40 Chess was alluding to. <laughs> so many different, like, back holes, black holes that we can go down. Black holes? Yeah. Not rabbit holes. Uh, I'm I'm just actually thinking of... actually let's talk about black holes next episode because that's fucking okay. trippy. Because where it does is. it go? Okay, right, exactly. Like where our topics are, you don't fucking to know. You have no yeah. idea where our topics are going. Yep. It's this is our podcast. We should call it the whiskey and black holes top. Uh, uh, whiskey and black <laughs> holes podcast. Absolutely. That sounds so fucking dirty now that I said that. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Well, Devo, <laughs> on that note, you want to close this out? Thank you for listening. And as always, keep it neat, friends. Don't forget to keep your black holes clean. Cheers, y'all. <laughs>